welcome to another week of Rock Me Dead. This is a fantastic week of rugby action. I was just glued to my seat the entire time. I mean, this was the first round where I thought, you know, I'm, I might as well watch every single game. I've got nothing on this weekend, so I got into it. I watched every single game of Super Rugby, and whoa, there were some... Awesome contest there, weren't there, Wendell Hussey? Yes, hello. It was um, a weekend that I I really didn't want to end. You know, I wanted more. After every single game, I thought, give me more of this. I'm just, I'm loving it. It was a great weekend of rugby, wasn't it, Dave? Mate, it was insane. You know, some people talk about the rivalry between Australia and New Zealand maybe diminishing, but, you know, it's never been stronger and more exciting to watch. Yeah, so we are going to dissect that glorious weekend of Trans-Tasman rugby. Going to talk about the game of the round. Mm Mm-hmm. Japanese top league grand final, Suntory and Panasonic Wild Knights. That was glorious stuff. We're going and to briefly touch on the Hospital Cup too. Yep. Can't forget that. And we are going to go through the uh, great results in the Aussie Sevens Trans-Tasman comp as well. Caught all of those games, of course, on Stan Sport. But I think um, we'll start off with the biggest game of the weekend and the most important game of the weekend, and that was um, Panasonic Wild Knights taking on Suntory Sungoliath in the Japanese top league final. What a game of footy that was. And there it is, Panasonic will be crowned the champions of the Japan Top League 2021. And well deserved too, come in as underdogs, they really did, and Robbie Deans and his coaching staff, they certainly come in as underdogs, Santori have been the same team to beat all year. It was fantastic, it had all the hallmarks of a great final, I mean two of the best teams yep. going at it. The score changed a number of times. They were just trading blows. They were mm. getting up there. You know, they were. It was like what rugby used to be like. Mm, yeah, you it know, was a fierce contest. It was a real ding dong battle. You know, Bowden Barrett, the greatest ten in the world, going toe to toe with some of the guys there at, at Panasonic Wild Knights. Lots of good players from mm. all over the world playing in it. Robbie Dean's coaching the Robbie Wild Dean's Knights coaching there. the best rugby coach that the Wallabies have ever had. Mm. It was a good spectacle. One thing that I always love about those games actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone goes for a kick, yep, just dead silence, and I'm like, is has something happened with the TV? Is coverage? Has there been an issue with? Co- it's so quiet now. There's, yeah. like, I think there was twenty thousand people in the stadium. Dead silence. As Bowden Barrett lines up, you can hear him kick the ball off his foot, and then just like rapturous applause. Absolutely, no. That's just respect. The politest nation, it. the politest nation in the world, and it's, it's a little thing that I like. They also have an app for that league called Spo Live, which I downloaded just to see what it was all about. And it's interesting; you can send cheers to the players and the teams specifically. Like you can pay, you can pay yen to send a super cheer to show your support during the game, Lovely. and they have like the rankings of the cheering and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, it was it was really I nice. wonder where that money goes. I mean, I, you know, surely it goes to, you know, worthwhile things, you know, like improving the infrastructure around the club or even the competition. I think mm. it's, it's just it's a really good idea. Yeah, classic sandals tours, all that oh. sort of stuff, I think. Yep. And so many people in the crowd too would have been like blackout drunk on those yes. uh on those really yeah, there are a couple of biffs and stuff yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, lots of strong zeros getting around the oh, true highs. Yeah. Those things, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was a great game of footy. Great way to round out the Japanese league. I do enjoy watching it. I'm sad it's over. Yeah, I am sad it's over. The games have been on Stan Sport. They're great mm-hmm. to tune in and go. Oh, that's um, that's that bloke who used to play for the Tars, or that's that bloke who used to play for the Canes. People yeah. from all over the world. That's great the spirit. guy who's just looking to enter the Australian property market. I mean, mm. they have to go over there and yep. they have to they have to sacrifice. You know, they have to go over there and they have to be away from their family, their yep. friends, and they have to, you know, earn the big bucks and then they can come back and then they can 
slips straight back into teams that they've left, you know, mm-hmm. high and dry to get absolutely fucking turned inside out by the Reds or the or the Crusaders or someone like that, you know. And then you can come back and everything's hunky-dory. You can, you know, start training in that golden green jersey mm. and, you know, things start getting exciting once you've come back from earning that giant paycheck. Yeah, well, you got to do it, you know, and you can't you have blame to. Him. You can't blame him. Can't blame him at all. No, not at all. Now, we should get to uh the other footy that took place over the weekend. There was oh, some other I footy. That was um it. Yeah, no, there was uh what, what oh, was it? Oh shit, there was yeah. five other games. Yep. Five other games against here, our, here and in New Zealand. Yep. Fuck, I missed them. Our friends across the ditch. Um <laughs> yeah, the score lines um didn't read too well at the end of the weekend. No, mate. Look, as I'm seeing now, as I'm getting up to speed, the Crusaders put 63 points on the Reds. Mm. Just relentless this from the Crusaders. Oh, he gets through. Oh, no way. Is he going to do it again? Looking for his third. He reaches over and does it. Oh, Richie is having a night. Good grief. The Auckland Blues, the Blues of all teams, you know, the least impressive. The Blues are winning again. They've found a way. How did they get past the Waratahs like that? I mean, just, God, you, you don't see score lines like that. And the Canes crushing the Rebels. Mm. Fuck, I didn't think I'd ever see that. No. Had uh, high hopes again, you know, naively optimistic Wallabies yep. fan, uh, Aussie rugby fan, Reds fan, oh, tuning well, in thinking, you know, maybe this week might be different. But at least, you know, the Brumbies got... Within twenty one, you know yep. that's you know that's only three converted tries at the yep. end. Force were within ten points. Some of these games were competitive. I know they were. It's, I know it's doom and gloom, but some of the games were competitive. The Rebels, they were in there with the Hurricanes for sixty or so minutes. Yep. And, and one then, thing I'll know, say to the Rebels, what they try, well, they're like the Force. They try. The players are trying. Yes. This is one thing about this fucking podcast that we've tried to drill into everyone here is that the issue here with these teams not winning is not the players' fault. These guys are getting up, they're going to the gym, they're training, they're doing that they're running fucking drills. It's you know it's not the players' fault. No. No, no, no. And um Rebels particularly We all know who great, the fucking problem is, don't not we? great herd health. At the Rebels at the moment, you know, we always talk about cattle and the herds that coaches are working with, the poor old Rebels, they're battered and bruised, they're down on players and they keep turning up each week and they keep trying. They yeah, keep trying to them. find a way and they hang in there. And they will keep on and, trying. And they will maybe snag a win. And so will the fucking Waratahs. Yep. They'll hang in there, they'll, you know, be driving down to the, you know, wherever they train in their complimentary mm. Range Rovers, where the fuck they drive. Go down there, do their laps, do their drills, maybe go and do a beach run or something, you know, you do some cardio, get some match fitness going, maybe maybe even play, you, you know, the team that's under the Waratahs, you know, the Waratahs understudies, mm-hmm. you know. but the, Sydney uh, University, I believe. Sydney University, yeah. yeah. Well, and then they'll come out and they'll play a team like the Crusaders, which, you know, they're men, mm. you know, they're all over 30 pretty much. Yeah. They've they've, been playing for a long time and they're disciplined. They've got to play the Crusaders this weekend after the Crusaders put 63 points on the Aussie Super Rugby Champions, the Reds, this weekend. Yeah, and then that's not their fault. You can't Mm. say that the Reds didn't go down to Suncorp and fucking put in the hard yards. No. They did. They fucking tried. But look, it's like I don't need to go into it and explain to you why this happened. Mm. No, I mean, look, 
It's just a power imbalance. It is a power imbalance. And when you're working with a power imbalance, you have to kind of be a bit smart about these things. And that was one thing that was particularly frustrating about the Reds for me. Yeah. We got some strengths. We got a lot of strengths at the Reds. We got a good forward pack. We got a good 10. We got electric outside backs. We can build pressure and stay in games. And then we run an elaborate backline move. Players going yeah. everywhere, balls out the back, five minutes into the game against the Crusaders. Yeah, Why are we doing that? I We've never done that. We haven't done that all season. Why are we doing that against the best team in the world? Five minutes in, it makes no sense. And I'm, I'm starting to question Brad Thorne because Brad Thorne's told him to go and do that because we haven't done that all season. And now Brad Thorne is telling the boys to go line outs over the top. It worked in the first minute. Work nicely. And then we're going tap and go on the line. We're five mm. metres out from the Crusaders line and we're going tap and go. Why yeah. Why are we doing that? Why are we trying to be something we're not? Because you know? Australians are innately greedy people. Mm. You know, we want for everything. And, you and know, I think they just, at that point in time, some of the players, they wanted to score a try. They wanted to score. They wanted to be something we're not. You know, we're like in this relationship with someone who's, like heaps into F45 or CrossFit or something like that. You know, they love the high-intensity stuff, all the quick deadlifts and the clenches and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And we're trying to do that. We can't do that. Well, I think you're on the right path here in, in going down, you know, this issue of the Reds doing that against the best team in, in the world stems from, you know, people that aren't in the playing squad. We're looking at, you know... Coaches, we're looking mm. at board members, you know. Like, well, look, look, just say, for example, I was trying to find the Hospital Cup results about 20 minutes ago online. I Google it. First thing that comes up, there are the results. As I'm looking through, I see that there is a game that was played on today's date. Today is a fucking Tuesday. The results on their page are fucking two years old. Mm. How would you feel if you're a rugby player in Queensland, you're getting up, you're going to do your fucking training, you, you're going to these games where you're going to get fucking destroyed if you're playing a New Zealand team, and these fucking people in these organisations can't even be fucked updating a fucking website. And Stan's covering them. Stan's getting cameramen there. They're getting commentators there. They're putting the games out. And Queensland Rugby Union cannot be fucked to update a fucking website. Yeah, it's, uh, it's frustrating. It's certainly frustrating. And the way the Reds played on Saturday night was very frustrating as well. You know, you're playing against 16 men in the Crusaders. You need everything to go right. You need to be clinical. You can't be just doing dumb, dumb shit that we were doing on Saturday night hoping to beat the Crusaders. You're going to get the ridiculous offloads every single time you play them. You're going to get the bullshit calls of David Havili coming from an offside position <laughs> and stealing the ball. You're going to get that. Yep. That's fine. You'll you just can't fucking drop the ball inside your own 22 for Richie Mwanga to scoop it up and score underneath the post. No, it's very hard to win games when things like that happen. I will concede that point, uh, Wendell, but... Um... We don't know who we are. We're lost. <laughs> That's what the sentiment seems to be for a lot of rugby fans in Australia at the moment. We're not quite sure who we are and what we want to be. You know, we're trying to be the Kiwis. We're trying to beat the Kiwis at their own game. We can't beat the Kiwis at their own game. It's their game. We need to figure out what our yeah. game is. I wonder how much the tickets are still uh, to go and soul see these games. Lots of soul searching needed this week. So, if you got you... any answers, Dior? You got any answers to this question? Mate, I'm coming up short. I don't know. We've, we've thrown out a few suggestions before. Maybe they need more scandals. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, more you know? publicity. Yeah. 
So, look, if you want to go and watch the St. George Queensland Reds versus the Chiefs this weekend in Townsville. Hey, credit to Queensland Rugby you want, for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you want the best seats in the house, if you're a rugby mad and you live in Townsville and you don't want to miss this opportunity, you can sit on the 22 for $91.65. And the lowest you can get is in the fucking corner on the dead ball line. You pay 25 bucks there. That's pretty good. That'd be cheaper than the Cowboys tickets. And credit to Queensland Rugby for taking a game up there. I don't know. I, I'm, you know, it's I'm good in, to see. They're I'm rugby mad. newspaper journalism, mate. I can't be spending 100 bucks to go and watch <laughs> a state Queensland team be spear-tackled into the cricket pitch. But, well, you, know. you go and sit in the corner for 22 bucks, put it on Clancy's card mate, or claim it as a tax write-off. You know? Mate, I think I'll be um, in the casino. I'll be watching it on Gem up in the Ville, mate. That's where I'll be watching it this weekend. <laughs> No, um, it's good to see them taking them up there. I like that. I Taking like it somewhere that. different, yeah. Country Bank Stadium. They love it up there in Townsville. They you know? do. They do. They've got some good, strong clubs up there. The Teachers West Club, their long and proud history. Obviously, you've got Grammar there, you know, JCU. A lot of good rugby clubs up there. So, the people in Townsville deserve to be treated to a little bit of rugby. So, I'm thankful that the Reds are going up there. Yep, and the Tars are on the road too. They're going bush. They're going to play um, Crusaders this Saturday um, at Wynn Stadium, which mm. is down in Wollongong. Picturesque. The stadium by the beach, they call it. Yeah, I yeah. love that stadium. It's really, really nice. Home but of the Dragons. Yep. So, uh, the Illawarra Steelers. Yep. Well, yep. It's home of the Waratahs this weekend. I, um, well, obviously I the hope... home to mediocre fucking rugby <laughs> if the fucking Dragons are playing there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the Wollongong local area command have a few policemen on standby because I have a feeling we could... We could see some manslaughter committed by the Crusaders against the Warriors well, this weekend. I wonder how much they're paying. Actually, who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Brumbies are on the road too. They're playing the Auckland Blues in Eden Park, yep. so that should be uh, enthralling. Yep. I think. <laughs> but yeah, the Force, they'll kick off against the Hurricanes down, I think, in Napier, somewhere like that. They're, they're playing at McLean Park, yeah. which is, yeah, in Napier. Mm. Shit, that'd be cold down yeah, there. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be really cold. And then, yeah, Tars Crusaders, Brumbies have to go to the graveyard and try and beat the Blues. Reds, as we mentioned. When the was Chiefs. the last time an Australian sporting team has won there? Was it in the Cricket World Cup final? Yes. Where the Kiwis were going to do it for Martin Crow, and then mm. our boys are like, denied. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we chalked up a win for the nation there, which was yep. something I'm certainly, certainly missing. And the Highlanders are playing the Rebels this week at this incredible stadium out of Queenstown. It's like the most picturesque thing Is I've ever seen. Is that just in the bottom of the mountains? Yeah, it's at the bottom like of the mountain. The, the and it's just a little lake or something as a well. A rugby park, yeah, yeah. It looks like it would be the best place in the world to mm. go for just a footy trip away. Yeah. Uh, it would be a lot, a lot of fun. And it looks super picturesque. It, it actually just looks like a suburban ground as well. So I don't know how many people they're going to be able to get in um, to watch that game, but... They'll get, you know, I'm I'm sure they'd be able to f- t- t- to pack it out. Yeah, they'll find a way. Oh, they'll definitely pack it out. You'd imagine. I just don't know how much they'll be allowed in, whether it'll only be like a couple of thousand or something. What's the capacity of Eden Park? It's like 40,000, isn't it? 50, I, I reckon they'll pack that out for sure. Mm. See the Blues chalk up their third straight win on the trot. Well, you know, against the Brumbies, you know, so there should be some quality football in there. Yes, yeah. The, the Brumbies are, are our smartest team. I think they are They're apparently Australia's smartest team. Apparently, the Brumbies have the best rugby academy in the world. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, guess who told me that? Actually, I can't tell you <laughs> who told me that because uh, I don't think they'll stand by that under duress. Do you think that, you know, when the New Zealand team's got a game coming up, they even look at who they're playing anymore? Or do you think they're yeah, just like, yeah, I we'll they, go and hit yeah, out, I, you know? I think they run the tape um, mm. and they go through and they're like, what do you reckon, boys? Do you think we've got this? And they're just like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they they find yeah. a way to analyze all of our weaknesses, and they then go out there and they control the game and they play the game how they want to play it. I mean, but they, like, what's the end goal for New Zealand? I mean, they just you know keep playing this level of rugby. They beat everyone, mm. and then the summertime comes, and then you know their cricketers fucking smoke the fuck out of like Pakistan. Yeah, or Bangladesh or the West Indies. And then they complain about, you know, having a very small economy and extremely high rates of unemployment. And mm. then they go back to winning every game of rugby yeah. they play. And they're not even happy about it at the moment either. A lot of the reports yeah. over there in New Zealand, they're like patronising. They're like, oh, you know, this is sad. As Brad <laughs> Thorne said, there's a golfing class between the two countries at the moment. You know, like they're they're doing that whole thing, like that whole pat on the back, like, oh... It's okay, like, it's yeah. okay, you guys will well, get better, I, hopefully, you know, like, they're doing that thing, you know, we want it to be competitive, at least we can keep it competitive. I reckon when, you know, in the interest of growing the game here, the first round of the Trans-Tasman Super Rugby, we should have just flat out bribed the Kiwi teams mm. to just, you know, take a knee. Because like that, because that would have been great for the game. Not as a political statement. Oh no 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 no! Like you know, like to, to take the L. <laughs> yeah yeah, know, take like the to L, fucking take the L. yeah for yeah. sure. Uh, look, there's also a bit of shame being thrown at uh, Rugby Australia for the organisation of this Super Rugby Trans Tasman because it was always going to be the Reds and the Brumbies in the final. Yep. And then the Brumbies. Go and play in Queensland, mm-hmm. which I think that was pretty <laughs> pretty far out. We knew they were going to have to go to Queensland and play. Uh-huh. So they go up there. Then they go, they've got three straight weeks in New Zealand and based in different cities mm. off the back of a grand final. They have been thrown a hospital pass. You know what I mean? They've been thrown that blind winger coming around the corner, a little pop from the halfback straight at two front rowers, just Bang! Just crunched, and they've they've tried. They have tried. They, you know, they got tried, within a yeah. kick of tying with the Crusaders. The Chiefs stuff. They were just. They looked a bit tired and burnt out, and now they've got to go and play the Blues. So the three best Kiwi teams back to back after playing the Reds. Yeah. You know, Reds after the Grand Final straight away over to New Zealand to play the Highlanders. Yeah. A lot of questions about the a scheduling lot of questions. as yeah. well. Well, you know, and you know, you're being paid to do this. You know, like if you know, yeah. if Big Hamish hadn't saved us from you know bankruptcy and we were back to being an amateur team, yeah, fair enough. You can have a whinge about it because yeah. it's like, how am I supposed to fit this in with my job at the Commonwealth Bank? You know, yeah. like, yeah. At, at the end of the day, we can't uh, keep taking leave. Like my <laughs> boss is getting pissed. Like, do you think this everyday banking team can run itself? You know, you're going off to New Zealand to play footy. Mm. No, 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 no. You, if if you get on that plane, you're sacked. <laughs> yeah, this isn't. You're not a board member no. or a spokesperson at a large financial yeah, company. If you're not getting played to play footy, just fucking yeah. just go to training on Thursdays, play on Saturday, yeah, and then go and hang out with the kids on fucking Sunday. Yeah, yeah. No, we've we've only got ourselves to blame. And <laughs> I was hoping over the course of the weekend that there might have been some more positive news because our sevens teams, our two sevens teams, 
men and women's, who mm-hmm. are very good sevens teams. World champions. World champions. Playing the Kiwis. Champions. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe maybe we can chalk some wins up. Six games for the men, yep. six games for the women. <laughs> you yep. know how many we won of the 12? How do we go, man? How do one, we go? One game. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yes! The, women, Thank the women's sevens raise a flag for us and they got to win. How the cool. boys got swept 6-0. By the Kiwis, yeah. and that's the trial going into the Olympics in Tokyo in sixty days' time. We're so usually pretty good. We are usually seven, pretty so. good. Like we we win a few tournaments. The women, particularly the women's sevens team, like they're right up there with New Zealand. They're neck and neck for the best sevens teams in the world. Right. Um, so maybe maybe there was something else there. I think we had a pretty full strength team for both teams because it's as I said the trial for the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. So. Look, let's hope things can turn around in, in time for the Olympics because it would be nice to have something like that, at least. It was over in New Zealand, to be fair. So, okay. you know, I mean, whether there's something in that, I don't know. But um, Look, mate, I think it's going to be a long road back and we can talk mm-hmm. about it to a black and blue on this podcast yep. about where the road is going and, you know, the journey that we've all been on this season so far. So we've spoken a bit about what we think is going to happen next week. I think we should probably be moving on to um, on to more more realistic goals. If there is going to be a team that wins, who's going to be the first Australian team to win a game against a Kiwi rugby team? I reckon it's going to be the Brumbies. I reckon the Brumbies are going to beat the Blues at Eden Park. I reckon this is the Imagine last game that. of the tour. I reckon they get up for it. Fuck, be They're going to play smart footy. They're going to dominate in the forward pack. Yeah. They're going to grind the Blues out. Because the Tars actually, they gave it to the Blues for, again, 60 minutes of that game. And they were playing dumb footy at times. You know they what I mean? Like very dumb Throwing footy. intercepts, knocking the ball on. Yeah. The Brumbies will play smart, smart footy. They'll control it. And hopefully against the Blues. Because I, I think the Blues have lost a lot of X-Factor with guys like Caleb Clark and Talia leaving. So I think the Brumbies can hang in the game and they can find a way to win that one. And then obviously so. the Reds up in Townsville, hoping for sweltering conditions. So hoping for a hot, hot autumn night up there in Townsville. Sweaty, midges flying around, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, a person getting carted off with heat stroke yes ideally so i think those two are the big ones that i'm looking at for a win obviously don't hold great hopes for the crusaders against the waratahs no but you know we did see you know the broncos beat the roosters over the weekend yeah 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 these things these things can happen The the force are a good chance as well they got a good balanced team there and as we said they always turn up and they always have a go you know they said that to edmund hillary and Tenzig Norgay, that they said you no one's climbed that mountain before. And guess what they fucking did? They climbed it. Well, New South Wales Waratahs, if you're listening, no one's ever beaten the Crusaders in Wollongong before. No team has ever beaten the Crusaders in Wollongong. I can say that with the utmost confidence. So Waratahs, climb your Everest. Just quickly before we go, do you think the Dragons would have a better chance at beating the Crusaders at home? Uh, no, because they would have like three players sent off. And different coach. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? They know, just they go can't. flying. They don't know how to tackle anyone below the chest these days down at the Dragons. Um, no. Serious cultural issues as well. I think the Dragons the dragons would be uh, in all sorts against the Crusaders. Crusaders would pawn to pieces. Yeah, well, maybe one day when they get that hybrid game back up and going, we'll... Uh, <laughs> 
Anyway. We might actually know the answer to that question one we, day. Who knows? We live in hope. We live in hope. Errol, who are you, you tipping anyone to win this weekend? Um, no. Nah, I'm going to tip weekend. them. I'm going to tip the Brumbies and okay. I'm going to tip the Reds. I'm going out there. I'm tipping them. I know we've said it for the last <laughs> two weeks. We've well, made some bold man. predictions. There's been a lot of eggs on faces, but I'm, I'm coming out again. I'm man. ready to make myself look like an idiot and say Brumbies and Reds are going to win. And we need it so bad. Mate, so I've told the tens of thousands of people that listen to this podcast all over the world that the Waratahs are due for a win, and they are due for a win. So, I look, if I have to tip one team, it has to be the least likely. The Waratahs. I like that. The Waratahs to pip the Crusaders. I'm going to say this. If the Waratahs beat the Crusaders, yep. so much of the last fortnight will be washed away. In my opinion. True. It'll just be like, that's now the story. The Waratahs have beaten the Crusaders. There's new life for rugby in this country. <laughs> I was just so shocked because if the Waratahs beat the Crusaders, doesn't that yeah. mean you have to wear a Waratahs Hawaiian shirt? That's Ooh, fine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll happily wear it, mate, but I'm not going to buy it. I'll have to expense it. Yeah. Oh, look, we get Tarman to bring us on one when he, um, yeah. when he comes up here. I'll tell you, well, like we record this podcast very early in the morning on a Tuesday. So, if the Waratahs do win, I'll drink a bottle of Moscato. Ooh, yum, yum. Just something I usually save for my lunch. Yep. But, you know. Brekkie Moscato. I'll yes, have, please. Yeah, I'll have a long neck of Kiwi Moscato. That sounds really, really delicious. Well, there you go. I'll join you in doing that one, Errol. Right, so, man. hopefully we can get it done. Thanks for your company, as always. Look forward to talking to you again next week after the Aussie teams have chalked up a couple of wins until next time rugby fans i'm errol parker you have a lovely week and i hope that our dreams come true on the weekend <laughs> please, I hope please, 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 please.